All right. Welcome to Marketing Like a Mother, a podcast made for mompreneurs by mompreneurs. Each week, we're diving into mom-approved business and marketing strategies to help you grow a profitable and family-friendly business. Today, I'm your host, Olivia Radcliffe, and I am here with the outstanding Heather J. Kreider. Uh, Heather is a high-performance neuro coach, host of the Go Reflect Yourself podcast. She is a leading expert on brain-based growth thought transformation, stress reduction, and burnout recovery. She is a former CEO and corporate accountant, and she has been featured in Forbes, USA Today, Yahoo Finance, and Thrive Global. So Heather helps professionals rediscover their greatness so they can have more fulfilled and productive lives with less stress, more harmony, and well-being. And when she isn't helping others, she is attending one of her two children's sporting events or reading a book while enjoying a nice cup of coffee. So Heather, thank you. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so excited to talk with you today. Absolutely. My pleasure to be here with you, Olivia. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So I would love to hear a little bit more about what you do and how you help people. You want to just get into a little more detail? Uh, a little is a, a tough word, so <laughs> I'll try to keep it a little and not go too too far down a rabbit hole. But the short answer is I help people reprogram the way they think. And that essentially gets people more fulfilled. So what I call is rediscover your greatness. There's greatness mm-hmm. inside of all of us, but sometimes we don't know it. We don't know how to mm-hmm. access it. Life happens to us and we have normal programming and conditioning that really limits our growth, no matter if you're a CEO of your your household with your kids mm-hmm. and your family or the CEO of a super large organization. We all need to get through our limiting beliefs. And so the short little little way to describe it is that's what I help people do. Reprogram the way they think so that way they can become who they're actually meant to be and be fulfilled. I mean, let's let's face it, fulfillment is something, especially in the past few years, it's like, how how do we have fulfillment? We're just trying to get through the day and survive. Right. So that's that's really what we're trying to do though. Let's have joyful, fulfilled, well-being lives where we can contribute, make impact to the world. I I love that. And I was um on your website the other day and one of the lines really stood out to me. You said that my superpower is helping you become the best best version of you while pursuing the kind of life you actually want. One with abundant freedom, joy, and peace, and a whole lot less stress and tons of fun. So something like that, it sounds, it sounds like a dream life. Like it sounds perfect. Sounds amazing. And I know there are a lot of people out there who read that and think, yeah, right. Like that's for someone else, right? Not, not me. That's not, you can't have it all. How do you handle things like that? Because I firmly believe by the way that you can have all of that. I've seen it. (laughs) Yeah. And so have I, and to circle back to what you said, I used to think that way too, Mm -hmm. to read something like that or to see people succeed in certain ways. I would think, oh my gosh, there's no way I could ever have that life or be that person or have this complete fulfillment. 
And so the first step is that statement in and of itself. If you really analyze what you said and what I just said, there's so many limiting beliefs there. Mm -hmm. And it's not me trying to create a life that replicates someone else's. It's me discovering the life I want for me on my terms, in my conditioning, the way I make it versus what I've been told or what I'm supposed Mm. to do or what looks good on someone else or fits someone else. And so that statement in and of itself that you and I both just said is full of comparing and not looking from within. Mm-hmm. So, yes, can we have that life? Absolutely. But unfortunately, the secret really comes down to taking a look within and inside of ourselves. And I always call it reflection. And reflection sounds like such a, a dirty word sometimes because mm-hmm. it sounds like work. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, it, it is work. And some people very, very bluntly don't want to do the work, they just want to be victims look at other people's lives, and then come up with excuses and reasons why that can't be them. Mm -hmm. But everyone, everyone has the capability to be better, to become and discover who they're supposed to be and have that life. It's more than possible. Absolutely. And so you say you use practical evidence-based neuroscience to help with this process. Do you want to get into your methods a little bit about how you how you go about doing this? Yeah, absolutely. So you're already hearing some of that just by what we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. When we can identify what we believe and why, then we can actually start rewiring the habits and the the actual neural pathways. I'm trying to I'm trying to contain my neuroscience nerdiness <laughs> and not go too far off the deep end there. But I had to learn this for myself. And I know you didn't ask me this question, but I'm just going to kind of insert this here. I've lived every perspective of life you can imagine. Mm-hmm. I've been at the super top of the mountain and I have fallen flat on my face more than once. Mm-hmm. I've gone through what I call significant emotional experiences. I've gone through a divorce. I have two children that I've raised for the past 11 years virtually on my own. So I know what it's like to struggle and to feel like all those things we just described, like a victim, like Mm -hmm. I'm never going to achieve what I want to achieve. I'm never going to feel the peace, joy, and relief and just... I was just trying to get through the day. So Mm -hmm. I tell you that because I had to figure out my own emotions and not just to get through the day, but if I really wanted to be a better version of myself, I had to really get a handle and understand what my emotions were. And because I had gone through so many things, my emotions were everywhere. Mm -hmm. So being a functioning human was really difficult, much less being a leader and a mom, Mm -hmm. and running a business. So that's where neuroscience worked for me. I needed to understand how these things were connected, how our emotions were connected with our results, and how my patterns, which I didn't realize that's what I was discovering were my patterns, 
but really it's how our brain and our habits are formed with so many things we don't even realize. So neuroscience for me helps me understand how we can retrain our neural pathways, how we can actually retrain the way we think, we approach, the way we feel. Mm -hmm. And so part of my methods are really helping people unpack that. Let's release the trauma. Let's release the baggage. Let's release the things that are holding us back and limiting us because of these past things that are still creeping up in our everyday lives. So we actually go and we kind of rewrite those files in our memory bank. And then we are able to free and have a different way that we're approaching our everyday life. Now we can really start growing. Now we can really start accomplishing. And once you put those pieces together, you just start flying and you don't realize you're flying until you're like, wee, this is fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. And the approach from a neuroscience background, I'm um, in my other life, I'm a chemical engineer. um, So I, I, I can I can appreciate the science talk. Um, So I, when I first got into being an entrepreneur and such, um, it became very evident. There was a lot of mindset work that needed to be done. There was a lot of, um, as you said, those emotions that kept coming up and trying to figure out what they were, why they were doing that and how they were affecting me, what things were happening. Um, just based off of a lot of my experiences in the past. But when I kind of looked into any of um, any programs or anything kind of centered around helping that, they all came to me as very, um, very, these are very scientific words. They're very fluffy and woo woo and just really like, um, it, it wasn't a manner that spoke to me at the time. You know, I was very skeptical. I wasn't in a place to actually like accept that emotions and feelings and mindset and stuff can actually affect me on such a profound level on a day-to-day basis and affect my business as well. It wasn't tangible. It wasn't, you know, that got to go get it action item. It's that internal work that can be uh, kind of elusive to describe and therefore even harder to actually do. So for me, your approach with the understanding behind that, why this is happening, what this is, and connecting those dots, that's something that really resonates with me. So I can greatly, greatly appreciate where you're coming from with that. Um, Yeah, can I speak to that just a little bit? Yes, please. Thank you for sharing that, because I think it's really important to be honest and say, no matter what perspective you're approaching your career, your position as a person, as a leader, as a mom, you enter with some sort of expectation and what you know. Mm-hmm. And usually those are very misaligned. Mm-hmm. So I completely appreciate when you really start discovering and learning this mindset thing is so frustrating that it's ridiculously crucial. Mm-hmm. Then you start seeing, like you said, there's a lot of fluff and woo-woo. And to be honest, there's a lot of 
validity to the fluff and the woo-woo if you get to the right pieces. Yes. And so for me, that's why understanding neuroscience and not just neuroscience, but science in general Mm -hmm. is how can we take this fluff and woo-woo and break it down into real practical things that make sense for every individual? So yes, sitting on the couch and eating bonbons and hoping and what I call spray and pray Mm -hmm. that my life's going to change that's not going to work. And unfortunately, some of the fluff and woo-woo makes it sound like it's that simple. It's not. But once we really understand that the energy we put into any thought is what creates an action. So if all I'm sitting here doing is thinking about how miserable I am, how my life stinks, how I hate my bank account, I hate my job, I hate my body. If I'm thinking all of those things, guess what? That's where my energy is going and flowing. And subconsciously, this is where your brain tries to fulfill what those thoughts are. Your brain just wants to be successful. And when you're directing your brain with those thoughts, It's saying, hey, how can we fulfill that? Because that's all you're thinking about. So let's make that happen. Guess what? That's not what you want to happen. So again, to your point, for me, that's why understanding the the science and how our brains actually formulate thoughts using the understanding of physics, using the understanding of how neuroscience actually not only keeps us alive, but starts to form those emotions. And when we really, really can break that down, and my goal is to be as simple and practical as possible, so that way that mindset stuff that seems so difficult starts to become more of a habit and becomes a less difficult and more of a priority. Yeah, absolutely. I I love what you said, so I'm just going to say it again one more time just to bring that sentence home. When you said the energy that you put behind any thought is what creates the action that, that just summed it all up. Okay. Whole episode. We're done. Great. Thank you. Um, no, I think that's perfect. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, so kind of switching tactics here a little bit, you have two kids, right? I do. Yes. What are their ages? If you don't mind me asking, I don't mind at all. So it's, it's very hard to actually say this out loud. Now, my oldest is 17. Uh, We just went on a college visit last weekend, um, looking at she has another year to go. So it's very difficult for me to realize they're at these ages. So my daughter's 17. And my son will be 14 real soon. Mm. I mean, Congratulations to teenagers. That's all I can say. Congratulations. How, um, so how, or I guess I should ask, do you involve your kids in your business at all? Do do you get them involved or tell them what you're doing? So as the short answer is yes. And I, I think it's really important. So I've been an entrepreneur now for 18 years. Hmm. I, I left the corporate world, um, pretty early in my career. And I started, took the leap to be an entrepreneur and I ran several businesses um, since. And so they've, they don't remember a life prior, obviously, because my Mm -hmm. daughter's 17 and I've done this for 18 years now. They don't really know what it's like 
to have a parent with a nine to five job. Mm -hmm. And I don't say that disrespectfully to anybody who does, but I've constantly tried to involve them in what's going on. Even the changes that I've made, even I've not shared with them all the intimate details of my nose dives when I've hit the bottom of the barrel, mm-hmm. but I've shared with them the struggle. And I think it's very important to involve them, number one, because it makes them feel safe because they are involved. Right. Number two, it teaches them to not wear rose-colored glasses in the world. Mm-hmm. And number three, it helps conversation and expand their mind from, and let's be very honest, school's great, but Mm -hmm. there's limitation because you don't, you're just at a, you know, at a sterile desk with a sterile book. It doesn't mean anything when you're a child to connect those dots to these things that you're learning. Right. So I try to bring that into the conversations with my kids and they've get like last night. Here's a here's a side brain example. Last night, my son he he was in this uh, programming class right now, which is great because they are doing hands on things. So I had him help me write some code last night, mm-hmm. and there were some things that that I wanted, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to have him help me so he can continue to learn, but also understand why I'm doing it and and why I need it. So the bottom line here is I think the more you can get your kids involved, the more exposure they can be to a lot of different things. Because that at the end of the day, I think that's what it's about is allowing kids to explore and allowing kids to think not just differently, but in such a well-rounded way mm-hmm. and not teach them to think in it only or not to teach them think that this is the only way. So long-winded answer to your question. I absolutely get my kids involved as much as possible. And at this point, to be very honest, they don't want to be involved as much as I want them to be. They're like, <laughs> okay, mom, we got our own stuff going on right now. <laughs> No, but that's, that's really, really great. That's um, my son just turned two. Um, So I'm on the other end of the spectrum. And, um, but I have started even at this young age to try to get him involved with some of the lessons. Obviously we can't go too in depth. He cares more about the cars driving by than anything else. Um, uh, But he loves being on zoom calls and uh, it's the, with him, it's, it's the getting on a, a schedule and a routine and mom has to do this and, and then focusing time on him and that balance and how that turns out. And so to hear how you have done that for 18 years, well, 17 with your oldest, but, you know, to balance that with your kids, I, I can only imagine, you know, what their mindsets are starting off with that well-rounded view and how they're going to enter the world and have that perspective of almost, you know, anything is available to them. Um, It seems really, really amazing. So. Well, I appreciate that. And I applaud you for also looking at it with, with your son and saying, what can I do to really expose him to a different way? We'll just say. Yes. And (laughs) 
And I, I also want to be very, very transparent. I've not gotten it all right. I've, I've done many things that if I, it, you know, it's like the hindsight. I'm growing and I'm learning each and every year. So the version of me 17 years ago when I had my daughter, of course, I wish I knew then what I know now. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that there's a failure there. That doesn't mean that, you know, I've I've totally ruined my kids' lives. My point in saying this is we get, if we can continue to also show them that we're growing and we're learning and have them part of that process, it brings a lot of humility that parents don't have it all figured out either. Mm-hmm. And that's really, for me, one of the keys is how many adults do you know that shift careers when they're in their 40s or 50s or even beyond. I was just listening to a story of a gentleman, an extremely successful gentleman that lost his business not once but twice and had to start over at age 65. And so life doesn't, you don't have everything figured out when you're 18 years old. And that's what I really want to impress upon my kids and that it's just growing. So to your earlier point, mindset's everything. So Yes, when my kids get into the world, I'm going to pray and hope and do everything I can that they're going to be amazing people, but I'm giving them the tools that I can as I get them to. I don't have everything figured out, and that's really the point. Yeah, that's um, as you're talking, it actually brought up one of the quotes in my day planner today of, Uh, You are allowed to start over. You are never required to remain stuck or stagnant. The journey is yours to reset whenever you feel like it. And just going along the lines of what you're saying of, you know, of course you wish you knew then what you know now. I mean, we all do. Hindsight is 2020 for everyone. We always continue to learn and grow. And I think there are, are, um, I think sometimes people can get stuck in thinking, well, I've been doing it one way. If I change now, then I've wasted all that time. I can't change. I can't restart. I can't do this. And I I think to, you know, the story you shared, you absolutely can, you can, you can start over, you can hit reset, you can do whatever you want at any point. And I think that's an amazing lesson to instill. So, um, One last question here before we sign off. I want to ask a little bit about about those lessons that you do wish you knew uh, when you were younger in your entrepreneurial ventures. Uh, Anything specific that you would tell your younger self at this point, just getting started as, you know, with young kids and everything? Oh, my gosh. That's my first thought is, wow, that's a very difficult question. Yeah, you on the spot. (laughs) You know, self care, that's really the biggest thing is, especially, I think the world is shifting a little bit now. But I grew up not only in the generation, but in the corporate world of you work, you hustle, you grind, you work 24 seven, work and your personal professional life are your personal and professional life. They're Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. one, they're different. And that's just not true. None of those things are true. You're one person, you have a professional and a personal 
I don't even want to say life because that's incorrect. You're one person. All of these things are not mutually exclusive. My point is the more self-care that you can give and the habits to take care of yourself, the better you're going to be, the better you're going to have the mindset, the mental and physical energy. Reducing stress is crucial. And so mindfulness, meditation, taking uh, silent retreats, doing things that completely take you out of your normal routine so you can have those wellness resets, so you can Mm -hmm. have those mental resets. It not only gives you a different perspective, but it re-energizes you to handle whatever comes your way. So especially as young women, young mothers, we feel like we have to do everything. We have to be everything. Asking for help is not part of the deal. None of those things are true either. So the more grace and self-care you can give yourself, the better you're going to be for everyone else around you, including your business. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Perfect. It's a perfect bit of advice. I love it. Well, thank you so very much, Heather, for jumping on. And thank you everyone for joining us this week on Marketing Like a Mother. If you found value in the show today and you want to support some fellow mompreneurs, we would appreciate a rating or even just telling a friend about the show. Uh, We will be back next week with more marketing tips for busy moms with businesses. And Heather, if uh, if people want to reach out to you and continue the conversation, where where can they do so? How can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. Everything's super easy. It's Heather J. Kreider. I have a podcast as well, Go Reflect Yourself, that continues discussions like this and really goes into some practical ways. But heatherjkreider.com, I have a really quick and easy, simple three-step stress reduction download people can have. But just follow me and connect and I'd love to be of value any way I can. That's perfect. I'll make sure all that information is readily available for everyone. So thank you again so much, Heather. It was great. It was absolutely perfect. And until next time, everyone, we'll talk with you later. Bye.